few days left for the union budget 2022, many Indian citizens and businesses are eager to find out what changes are in store for them in the upcoming financial year that is financial year 2022-23. Hi guys, this is Prarthana and welcome to yet another fun episode of Blank Check by Black. In today's episode, I will be speaking on the budget 2022 expectations. Well, the previous year's union budget theme was mainly focused on stimulus packages, healthcare, and rural infrastructure development. Whereas in the current year, it is expected that the budget may continue to focus on economic recovery with some relief to the common man amid the Omicron variant scare. Our Finance Minister Srinir Malasita Raman is all set to announce the big Indian budget 2022 on Tuesday, that is 1st February 2022. The internet is flooded with many expectations from various stakeholders in the upcoming budget. Well, will the government announce some tax relief? Will e-invoicing under GST be extended to small biz? Will the stimulus be extended to real estate or the major focus would be healthcare again? Firstly, crypto, crypto, crypto. Crypto became the second buzzword after COVID in the last two years. With more and more people investing in cryptocurrency, the government is working on a crypto bill. Investors expect much-needed clarity on its taxation in the upcoming Union Budget 2022. Clarity around its classification and tax implication is required. Whether it should be regarded as a capital asset or anything else, its tax rates, TDS or TCS applicability, and GST implications need to be addressed. Next. The individual income tax lab is also expected to get revised this time. Many experts have opinion that the two tax regime, that is the old and new tax regime, continue to confuse a common salaried person. Since many citizens are into tax savings and investments already, the new tax regime is proving to be not so useful, considering that the previous budget 2021 did not significantly relieve the salaried class, we can expect relief this time. Moreover, in the new tax regime, if it is to be continued, then it is expected that the concessional tax benefit of the new regime will be extended to Rs 20 lakh of income slab. Also, for businesses, we expect the removal of current limitation of once-in-a-lifetime migration from one tax regime to another to offer them better flexibility in choosing different tax regimes. These additional things may enhance the usability of the new tax regime. Thirdly, salaried employees expect a hike in the standard deduction limit from the existing Rs 50,000 to anywhere between Rs 1 lakh. Taxpayers expect an increase in standard deduction limit apart from the certain additional deductions and exemptions. Presently, no deduction is available for expenses incurred for personal growth like taking a course, improving skills, etc. from the salary income. These expenses are usually a part of working life and the government should offer tax benefits for such expenditures. Hence, this limit is justified considering a YOY increase of 60% in net direct tax collection by CBDT. Hence, the income tax department might consider extending its benefits to the taxpayers and give more disposable income in the hands of salaried. Besides work-from-home, tax-free home allowances is expected for salaried employees. 
the pandemic has changed the way people used to work with many companies considering a hybrid working culture even after the pandemic the income tax department is expected to provide some tax exemptions for expenditures incurred while working from home moving forward we expect section 80c limits to be revised for the same reason that the government registered a notably high direct tax collection this fiscal year the government has increased the section 80c deduction limit last 2014 from rupees 1 lakh to rupees 1.5 lakh after that in 2015 just an additional deduction of rupees 50000 was allowed under section 80cd1b specifically for national pension scheme that is nps contributions it is now been more than 6 years since taxpayers are waiting more tax benefits a higher deduction under section 80c may be permitted for the equity linked savings scheme that is ELSS to encourage more mutual fund investments in India by defining a separate limit for it next an additional covid expense related deduction is expected under section 80d or 80db to provide tax limit for covid 19 patients and their families We all have witnessed that COVID not only impacts the physical health of the families, but it also did greatly impact the financial health of the families due to medications and hospitalizations. Many state governments and other institutions came forward to offer assistance to the families in these times. The finance ministry may consider allowing the out-of-pocket expenses on COVID treatment to be allowed as a deduction. Now, let us see. what the key expectations in gst law are under gst we look forward to the government announcing three key changes let us check them out one by one first on the list is reducing the e invoicing applicability limits we expect the government to announce a reduction in e invoicing threshold turnover limit to apply below rupees 50 crore maybe above rupees 25 crore it brings more transparency in recording sales reduces errors improves compliance makes business more agile and weeds out regulatory delays in supply chain operations reducing the limits will benefit the newly onboarded small and medium businesses and the large enterprises who partner with these small and medium businesses it will ensure they claim accurate and genuine itc or input tax credits It will also ensure that all B2B invoices are timely uploaded to GSTIN via IRP. Moreover, it will allow small and medium businesses to leverage invoice discounting as an alternative safe and faster financing option, thus increasing the flow of working capital to businesses. There is a need to set up robust systems to ensure smooth implementation of e-invoicing among the small and medium enterprises if they are notified. The initial cost will be incurred for this system setup and testing. The government should provide sufficient time and necessary resources needed before launching e-invoicing for small taxpayers above the expected rupees 25 crore limit. Next on the list is introducing a reverse charge based mechanism for pushing gst compliance the government should introduce a new reverse charge mechanism to improve overall gst compliance boost revenue collection and ultimately expand the taxpayer base under this large taxpayers will turn over exceeding rupees 100 crore or rupees 500 crore will pay the gst due to their small vendors see vendors with turnover less than rupees 5 crore directly to the government For example, 
A large manufacturer XYZ Limited frequently purchases from supplier ABC. Supplier ABC is a small-time business that finds the entire process of monthly computations and tax payments cumbersome. In this case, XYZ Limited will directly pay the GST amount on ABC's invoices to the government. Likewise, XYZ Limited does this for all its small suppliers. Their tax compliance burden drastically reduces for small businesses as they no longer need to make monthly GST payments since all their large enterprise customers directly remit GST to the government. On the other hand, for large enterprises, one of the biggest challenges in dealing with small vendors is that these vendors do not upload invoices on time, leading to the unavailability of input tax credit. By directly uploading the invoices and paying GST, they can smoothly claim the input tax credit and reduce their administrative burden of following up with small enders. Even if it is marginally more work, the fact that they no longer have their working capital blocked in input tax credit claims is reason enough to remit GST on behalf of their small vendors. Furthermore, the government gets its dues on time. The third biggest change recommended in GST is to introduce a revised annual return for correcting any mistake in the filing of GSTR 9 return, especially for the B2B transaction. It will resolve a lot of issues. Well, coming to sectoral expectations to begin with, the first is the healthcare sector is pushing the government to increase spending on genetic research. Experts in the field are further urging the government to promote genome mapping projects and allocate funds to develop resources to monitor the genome-related health status of the population. Some such means include the promotion of public-private partnerships for genome mapping projects. Moving on to number two, the real estate sector is still yet to get the push required to liquidate projects that they have been struck for a while. The general expectation is that this budget will incentivize both rental housing market and the affordable housing sector. One measure asked for is the decrease in TDS deductions on co-working space from 10% to 2%. While the government has deferred the increase in GST rates, the textile industry is facing several challenges. The rising price of cotton due to the high level of exports the sector has urged the government to introduce an export duty on cotton to check the prices. They also urged the government to remove the 5% import duty on raw cotton. This move will also help stabilize the costs and increase cotton imports into the country. That's all for today guys. Keep listening to Blank Check by Black for more such fun episodes. Till then, stay safe and stay informed. This is Prarthana signing off.